This podcast is brought to you by our partners at Ocean Remedies. Ocean Remedies, the pioneer of sustainably harvested krill oil, offers marine-based supplements high in omega-3 fatty acids, phospholipids, and natural antioxidants to support healthy people and ecosystems. Ocean Remedies Krill Oil is a unique dietary supplement for use in your daily regimen with no additives or fishy aftertaste and chock full of antioxidants. It's the perfect way to support your heart, brain, and eye health. For 15% off, head over to OceanRemedies.com and use the offer code SUPERIOR, S-U-P-E-R-I-O-R, to get your first bottle. Hi guys, welcome back to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I'm here with Sarah Huron. Hello, hello. Travis Cronin. Hey. Gwen Flamberg. Oh, hello. And I'm your host, Brody Brown, and we are here once again to talk about all the hottest news of the week. We've got exes bringing up exes, divorces being finalized, awkward, conscious uncoupling moments, a celebrity, 13-year-old celebrity offspring using gay as a slur. How novel. Um, birthdays, of course. We've got a bachelor update, some Real Housewives of Atlanta tea. But first, as we do every week, we need to remind you, please listen on Spotify. Check us out on iTunes if you tie two little forks together with a piece of string. And that's how you listen to our podcast, by Thank getting you. a radio signal. Do that. Um, but we are going to set intentions. Those are things that we ask celebrities to start doing, stop doing every week. And we know they're listening. Sarah Huron, who's yours <laughs> for? My celebrity intention is for DJ James Kennedy. Okay. So um, on last night's episode of Vanderpump Rules, DJ James Kennedy rage texted his girlfriend Raquel and called her a lot of very mean names and threatened to break up with her. Not the first time. Right. And because she was drunk for once, and I think he might have been drunk too, but like she was blacked out and he was pissed that she wasn't answering the phone and he went off and he was so mean. Raquel, who, you know, is a delicate creature, was crying in her confessional talking about being like um, he was emotionally abusive, which was absolutely right. So I need him to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. And, but then he was on Watch What Happens Live and said he was nine months sober. Mm. And I really want to believe that. Uh. Andy questioned the fact that, you know, he said that before and then, you know, has, there's been footage of him drinking and he said this time is different. He's been in AA meetings. So I'm just rooting for DJ James Kennedy to be the entertaining jerk he is on the show, but do it sober and not um, emotionally abuse his girlfriend, Raquel. Travis, who's your intention for? That's a nice intention. Thank that you. Nice. Um, mine is for Princess Beatrice. Oh. Love her. With her upcoming wedding, I just want to see a gigantic tiara. I want her to pull the biggest crown jewels out of the vault that they have, the ostentatious ones. There's a lot of problems in the royal family, which you may or may not heard of. Mm -hmm. And I would like to be distracted by lots of big diamonds. Mm, I like that. That's very I mean, positive. I'm really into that idea. Right? Who doesn't big want diamonds. diamonds? Yeah, more diamonds. Just like... Have us forget about what happened with Harry. Yeah, sure, to cover up that Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, or yeah. Andrew. I want that sparkle will cover a little bit of that up for me. Is he walking her down the aisle? Cover Prince Andrew. Oh, Jeffrey Epstein so. will not be walking her no, down the aisle. No, because he's um, <laughs> dead. Or I meant murdered Prince or, Andrew. or killed himself, depending on who you ask. Allegedly murdered. And um, <laughs> Prince Andrew will be covered in diamonds to try to deflect from the embarrassment he has brought upon the entire world. I said a cufflinks. I hope that she has a big crown that was bigger than Megan's. It's Tiara. She's going to Tiara. Yeah. Get, get your terminology. I mean, I hope so. Me too. Gwen, who's your intention for? My intention is for Celine Dion. Ooh. Oh my God. She the looks incredible. Queen. What's going on? The Balenciaga top. Oh, the Balenciaga full outfit. But she always looks incredible. She mm -hmm. wears the wildest and wackiest things. And she's like one of the only humans in the world who can pull it off. If you'd like to see every single look, you can go to usmagazine.com slash stylish. It's a good gallery. Sure no, it's really, really awesome. Gallery. She is like the queen. So here's the thing. My intention for Celine Dion 
is just to keep on keeping on. Yes. She went through a very rough time. She did. With the death of Renee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's just. And her mom died too. Yeah. Her mom too. Yeah. I think I'm seeing her on Thursday. Oh, no way. I thought it was Friday. It's Thursday. Thursday at Park well, I'm just missing all the sleep. And that's amazing. Their last thing. It's oh, a great, it's a, yeah. it's a great, great, great show. She's mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. And, you know, if we ever have a, a down moment, I can relate to you my story about Celine Dion. We've really connected. Wow. <laughs> she loves me. That's a tease. It's true. We really like each other. Anyway, Celine, you just keep bringing the awesomeness. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to return to an intention I had before because after my Amanda Bynes intention came through and she delivered on the content, she my did. intention is for Rihanna. Where the hell is the album? Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. And you and 500,000 members of the army on every post. I don't even care about Adele's album. I don't care <laughs> actually about anybody. Maybe like Fiona Apple's album. But no, Rihanna's album. She like told us, she teased us that she was listening to it. And then she just said, we're going to give it to us yet. So I'm furious. She's doing it on purpose. Can I also just sure. say, speaking of intentions, that um, Kim Kardashian has reposted Olivia Jade again in her skims. What? Wow. They're like using it as a promotion, like the, they're back in stock. That color. She's trying to help OJ with a comeback. Olivia Jade is <laughs> on her way time. back. <laughs> Not the first time. She's coming back, uh, guys. By the way, at the Get end of this OJ. podcast, please, um, if you are a Real Housewives of Atlanta fan, if you're tuning in just for this interview, for that in- part of the interview, <laughs> or if you love Real Housewives of Atlanta, please stay tuned to the very end. I have a very candid chat with the best friend of all time of the Housewives, probably, um, and the most candid maybe yes. of all time. Marlo Hampton, she yeah. really delivers it in our interviews, so that'll be at the end. But now, let's pound through some news, shall we? Mm-hmm. Alex Trebek, the oh my host God. of Jeopardy. What a nice I update. love him so much. Way to give mm-hmm. off some positivity. Uh, on Twitter, Jeopardy released this update. Alex said it's the one-year survival, he said the one-year survival rate for stage four pancreatic cancer patients is 18%. R- reminder, wow. a year ago, he revealed his diagnosis. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm very happy to report I've just reached that marker. I'd be lying if I said the journey had been an easy one. There were moments of great pain, days when certain bodily functions no longer functioned, wow. and sudden massive attacks of great depression that made me wonder if it really was worth fighting on. But I brushed it aside quickly because that would have been a massive betrayal. Betrayal of my wife and soulmate Jean who's given her all to help me survive. Betrayal of other cancer patients who have looked at me as an inspiration, a cheerleader of sorts of the value of living and hope. And it certainly would have betrayed my faith in God and the millions of prayers that have been said on my behalf. Lovely. I love that. I love that too. That was, I'm rooting for him. That was one of the only shows I was allowed to watch growing up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. You know what's also, this is morbid, but it's the one year anniversary of Luke Perry's passing. Oh, wow. Is it? Is, yeah, it is. Really I remember. Weird timing to bring that up, Sarah. Sorry, I'm just saying we're talking about um, <laughs> not you know, death. People not who death, cheated but... death and people who did not. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's on my mind. Thanks. I just remember it very clearly. I'll always love you, Dylan McKay. Well, um, <laughs> moving on to an Us Weekly exclusive. Another, a death of a relationship? Yes. yes. W- way to tie them together. Sorry, I appreciate that. Ariana Grande <laughs> and Mikey Foster are not dating anymore. No way. After they were first linked in August 2019, a socialist they called up their romance around a month ago. That song is still a bop. Boyfriend. It's okay. Sarah, what boyfriend song were you singing? <laughs> that one. No, I really like that song. And I think he's very cute. cute. She has better, but it's fine. And can you name which celebrity wears Ariana Grande perfume? <gasps> yes, I can. It is Haley Baldwin. Oh my God. <laughs> also Bieber. known as Haley, Haley Bieber. Bieber. Because we learned mm-hmm. what she smells like thanks to the man who sleeps next to her. Justin. Justin. She That's right. Brody, wow. you look like you haven't read this story, so go to usmagazine.com <laughs> slash stylish and read all about <laughs> it. Speaking of breakups, this I really liked because it brought us all the way back down memory lane mm-hmm. to 2012 when their divorce was finalized. 
But a source was in the audience when Russell Brand was doing a comedy show in Sydney, Australia, and he brought up Katy Perry when he was saying, oh, this is how the audience might know him. But he was taking questions from the audience at the end, and someone asked him about love. Then another person called out Katy's name. Screamed Katy Perry. I love when people just scream their exes at people. Yeah, and Russell said she's a lovely human being, but he wouldn't say more. You know what I always think about when I think of these two is that scene in Katy Perry's documentary where she like throws her wedding ring across the room and starts crying because he like had just sent her the text that like it was over and she was on tour. That's a great dramatic. That was yeah, so is. dark. I miss. We haven't had a good doc music documentary in a minute. Like that. What was are you the one saying in about Justin Taylor Swift? Oh, I forgot about Taylor Swift. But that wasn't in theaters. Um, changes was Excuse really me, bad. That Seasons. was at Sundance. That was in a theater at Sundance. Justin Bieber's was yeah. so bad. It gave me no insight. I only liked the wedding episode. The wedding episode was Wait, cool. He talked about the one that he did on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. He talked about all the drugs and depression. Yeah, but he had already said He had already said it and he didn't go he'd into be woke it enough. enough because he had done all that lean and all those pills yeah. and his security guard. He should have checked his pulse, not be woken he up. Should, he needed to go into deep. it more. Yeah. And also the you album so was just greedy. really lackluster. So maybe that like put a little sour taste in my mouth. I forgot about Taylor Swift's. For people who are Swifties, they sure enjoyed that. So I'm happy for them. Personally, <laughs> you know how I feel about her. I still watched it. There were good nuggets. All right. I, but back to Katy that. Perry. Yeah. 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 So in it. <laughs> here's my Katy Perry story. Okay. Let's have it. Back in the day, around 2008, maybe it was early 2009. She was not yet dating Russell Brand. No. She wasn't. She had like just come on the scene because Cardi I think McCoy. like mm-hmm. I Kissed a Girl was like in 2008. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she, I she came, <laughs> I thought oh, that your gold star, it was a dare, it was a dare, it was a dare. I don't do that anymore. She came to a luncheon at the S Weekly offices Oh, and here's what was so cool about her. Homegirl got up herself, went to the buffet and brought back a tuna sandwich. Gross. Oh. Mm. I don't like that at all. She ate her own sandwich. She got her own she sandwich, ate her and, own she, sandwich. <laughs> and she ate it. <laughs> just so like flexible. us. Oh that is God. some exclusive just like us oh scoop right there. Oh, I just don't like public tuna, but Me whatever. That, that's a personal thing. Um, okay, moving on. Yeah. The star of Fashion Week? Northwest. <laughs> Paris Fashion Northwest, Week. Northwest following in her family's footsteps of <laughs> ripping people off and not crediting them. Uh, sorry, no, she's too young to know any better. She's six years old. She was at her dad, Kanye West Yeezy season eight show during Paris Fashion Week. We're already on season eight of Yeezy. Oh, yeah. I mean, doesn't Who all knew? the clothes look the same? Yeah. No, it's the like, first one was all the holes. It's like beige. And now they're just sweatpants without holes? Yeah. It's like beige cream. It's like the same green. Palette. I do really like, it did spark that clear shoe trends. Brought it into the the mainstream before oh, Yeezys yeah. and everybody knocking them off. I would have to buy my shoes at Fredericks of Hollywood. And that's not a joke, like the you guys. Clear boots. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would get feet. clear. I would get clear like slides. They were clear PVC on 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 top, like a sandal, and like mm. a very chic, sort of like navy suede insole with a clear PVC. Heel. They were basically like Stripper-shy. slutty, slutty bedroom slippers. Yeah. But I would buy them and, and wear them unironically out in the street. I wish you And well, also they were very inexpensive and looked really good on the yeah. leg. But I, I'm thankful for those shoes. Thank you. Kanye. Now I have to pay more for them, but at least there's a lot more out there. That's true. Well, North did this song. Uh, I mean, again, she's six. So I, mm-hmm. I was watching it. I was like, well, not a lot of stage presence, but I mean, I, oh, I, I, l- I thought she owned the stage. She was good. She was very low key. Maybe that's her oh, vibe. She was great. Yeah. Okay, okay. She's so like Jenny Aiko. A little hard on a six-year-old. Yeah, but she's like Jenny Aiko. She, she has a laid-back oh performance vibe. Jenny Aiko, my queen. But she <laughs> apparently was ripping off Zaza. Well, she was paying homage to Zaza, okay. but Zaza's parents, who Zaza had appeared on Ellen, mm-hmm. and Zaza's parents took to social media to be like, uh, hello, please credit our child. They were actually really nice about it, though. 
they were like, we're not mad, but please show love and support to the original first. We admire Kanye West, adore mm-hmm. his journey. However, we don't want to feel like our daughter's journey to the world of entertainment is being stifled. Thank you. And then Kim mm-hmm. gave a shout out. She said, we love you. Sorry, did not mean to give credit where credit is due. Would love the girls to meet soon. We need like a TikTok of North and Zaza. Yes, I think we're going to get one. I, we can or, only hope. or a remix. Mm-hmm. And then we'll all be at the club and I'll be like, this is so <laughs> sad that we are now bopping to a <laughs> four six and, and four year old's <laughs> like track. Cut you after like four vodka and you're like, I love this song. I mean, I had to leap <laughs> over that hurdle when I was like, oh my God, Billy, I was just how old. I had the same thing with Lord. Now I'm like, no, they're four and six. Who cares? <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, come on. It's a bop. Yeah, but those Kardashian Jenner kids. <laughs> They don't disappoint. That's true. No. Penelope, did you see Stormy this week? Well, Penelope is a queen. Penelope is a queen. But did you see Stormy in her little teeny tiny Dior dress? Yes, I did. Oh, so it cute. It was really, really cute. Stormy is a true fashion goddess. Mm-hmm. And they if you are. don't believe me, she go is. to usmagazine.com <laughs> slash stylish <laughs> and look at the gallery. In there. I'm going to start charging you, Gwen Flamberg. <laughs> uh, you know what? Lights, camera. Actually, let's recast this. <laughs> Oh, that's right. It's a new segment. I like that. I like it too. Thank you guys so much. We are going to take news moments because we, you know, we don't, our, our listeners aren't tuning in to hear us talk about the news news. No. So we're not going to talk about our political opinions. God forbid. We don't, Def, we no. don't have them. Hello, we're news people. <laughs> but we are going to talk about the political landscape in our loose, us weekly, playful terms. We are going to recast this primary, this Democratic primary, because we barely survived Super Tuesday. We're holding our political opinions, Gwen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay. we, are, we, are going, <laughs> we are going to say who we would cast if we were going to do a TV movie or a movie. Does anyone want to go first? A you Netflix could, movie? Gwen. Yeah, we can do Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Netflix where there's the big money. Who do you have first on your list? Oh, we have similars. Oh, oh okay. okay go well, ahead. Do you want to go? For, uh, who should we? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Let her you go first. Take us off. Well, so for Pete Buttigieg, yes. who I love, okay. even though now he's out of the race, but I, I love too political. I think, Gwen, Gwen, no too political. political. Oh, sorry. No, okay. Rattle them off. Okay. Um, Colin Jost. Oh. Yes. I think that that would be really fresh and really fun. He's so boyish yeah. and cute. But yet, you know, he's, Don't, he smart. must know a thing or two. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Travis Travis do, do you have a Pete? Because I have a Pete. Um, my Pete is uh, Timothy Chalamet. <gasps> oh, that's oh. That is very generous. <laughs> yeah, right? I, like I think that. it'd be really cute. Mine was Elijah Wood. Oh, oh, really good one. Interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, who do you have next? Do you have a Warren? Yeah. I have a Warren. Give, give me your and Warren. I think you're going to like I'm it. I'm so excited already. Right, well, first, I almost went with that. First, I would go with Charlize Theron, <gasps> obviously, <gasps> because. Very kind. Very kind. If, yeah, but like she is the best. And if she could transform into Megyn Kelly, mm-hmm. she True. could transform True. perfectly into Elizabeth Warren. She but could. if she wasn't available. Yes. James Charles. <laughs> James Charles? An inspired choice. I mean, couldn't oh you see God. it? I could, unfortunately. I could see that. Yeah, I can't oh get the image God. out of my head now. Okay. Thank you. Travis, do you have a Warren? I do, Jane Lynch. Oh. <laughs> I think she'd be such a good Elizabeth Warren. Jane Lynch oh my would God, she it. would be. She would. That is inspired. Thank Mine you. was Diane Keaton. Oh. oh or Jane Fonda. Oh, yeah. yeah. I actually she, think Jane Fonda could do it. She's got the grit. She could be good. Olivia mm-hmm. Olivia Coleman could also do oh, it. She, Olivia really could. she could. If she could, <laughs> you know, not Olivia Culpo. Uh, no. Although that Olivia is Coleman. making me think. <laughs> Olivia Culpo could be Tulsi Gabbard. She could. Yeah, she could. Or Emily Ratajkowski. Because oh neither gosh. one of them would have to speak. Uh, they would just have true. to try to emote with yeah. their eyes, which I'm not sure either could do either. <laughs> but <laughs> my Tulsi is Meghan Markle. Oh, that's oh, a good that's one. A good one. Right. Even put a Tulsi yes. In also, if Yoko Ono was <laughs> was in the race, Meghan <laughs> Markle would. could play her too, yeah. just by emotion. Um, do you have a, a Bernie? 
Yeah. Well, I, I think I'm, I'm everyone sorry. Everyone has the same Bernie. Larry David. I just can't see anybody else. It's Larry David. Oh, I had Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> That is actually really great. I almost went for Tommy Lee Jones, but I did Melissa McCarthy. Um, do you have a Biden? Yeah. Oh, you know, I actually haven't really thought about I Biden. I did a Biden. But who'd you, who'd I, you have? Gary Busey. I had, oh. I had, um, oh. I had Christopher Plummer. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> yes, you do. Son of Music. All right, but let oh, me just yeah. tell you that I think that Charlize Theron could play him, too. Because she could transform <laughs> into anyone. She's so versatile. I love she her. Is. Did you guys do a Beto or anyone else? Like I did Amy. Players? Oh, who's your Amy? Amy oh. uh, Sally Field. She's oh, totally, she's totally Sally Field, right. or or a younger version, Ellie Kemper. Ooh, Ellie Kemper oh, yeah. would be lovely for her. Yeah, I did. Um, I I was like, let me let me cast Clint Eastwood as Trump, but that didn't quite work for me. But I did a John Krasinski as Beto O'Rourke. Oh, oh, that's fantastic! No, he could be totally great. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and guys, I'm excited about this one. Marion Williamson, <laughs> Francis Conroy. <laughs> From oh. American Horror Story in Six yes. Feet No, that's pretty good. But I could also see, oh my God, that's really funny. I could also see, like, you could put anybody in there. You could put, like, Alessandra Ambrosio and she could just, like, look uh, googly eyed, you yeah, know? Yeah, but she has to have sort of this, like, you know, celestial, sort of whimsical. Miranda Kerr. Or you think I need somebody who's more actually yes, a more, co- yes. comedian? Yeah. Wit, like more of a witch. Yeah, more witchy, yeah. Witchy. Yeah. Yeah. Witchy, positive witch. I didn't have time to witch. prepare for this segment, but oh, I would just yeah, like sure to say did. that um, <laughs> Andy Cohen should do all the debates. Oh, great. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let's move on okay. to some hard divorce news. Oh, oh. This is going to get worse before it gets better. This is actually going to get worse before it gets better. That's true. I had no idea these two were still married. Oh, uh, well. As everyone knows, as, as everyone knows, <laughs> Courtney Stodden is my slack persona. Courtney Stodden was 16 when she married 51-year-old Green Mile and X-Files actor Doug Hutchinson mm-hmm. in Las Vegas in May of 2011. Wait a second. I totally missed that, that she was 16. Yeah, that 16. was the whole point. That's why the problem went. Well, that's why we were shocked in 2011, <laughs> and that's why these two like were pushed into the cultural zeitgeist. She was almost 17. Because they... Her mom and dad supported it, and they had to because she was 16. Mm-hmm. And as of this week, they are officially divorced. Courtney um, talked to us. She said it's this week. She said it was March 3rd, which marks the day I'm officially divorced. I'm going through a lot of different emotions today. I'm finally waking up to this man who, who he really is. I protected him my entire life when anyone would call him out. I'm done protecting a predator. She said, "All right, I'm really embarrassed, but I always thought that Courtney Stodden was someone from Bachelor. No, that, um, that's Courtney Robinson. Courtney Robinson. <laughs> so oh, many yeah. And she said she hasn't seen Doug in over three years. She said we communicated a few months ago. She stopped responding. She's angry at him. She also said she's angry at her dad for not protecting him. Her. She said I'm angry at him now for continuing to cut me out of his life and further hurt me. I've been terribly angry at my mother, but we're healing now. Very." Sad, and then Doug's rep got back to us and said, and had all these allegations about Courtney. He said that um, she came up with these schemes, and he had a lot of sort of damning things. They're both releasing books. Yeah, um, Doug and Courtney's mom, who initially had signed off on the marriage, apparently had some inappropriate relationship. Which the mom was trying to hit on him, apparently. Yeah, and Courtney and her mom were really estranged. But this is very, very ugly. Yeah, these books are going to be real bad. Yeah, I mean, Courtney shared a lot on Instagram, but it, I cannot imagine the trauma of being a 16-year-old girl dating, uh, getting married to a 51-year-old guy. Yeah, no. It's crazy. It's really bad. Ooh. Yeah, it is. And I was just thinking about their themed photo shoots in the happier times. Remember where she was like the Easter bunny with the bad yeah. spray tan? Yeah. And then she was Santa with the bad spray tan. Yeah. Dark times. I love those. And those Twitter soliloquies she used to write with alliteration. She does give a lot to her fans. Yeah, you know. And her music video. 
This podcast is brought to you by Ocean Remedies. Ocean Remedies' mission is to promote sustainable marine-based supplements that support healthy people and maintain healthy ocean ecosystems. Ocean Remedies' one-for-one commitment means with every bottle sold, they provide a year's supply of life-changing vitamins to a child in need. Head over to OceanRemedies.com to learn more about Ocean Remedies' krill oil and use offer code SUPERIOR, S-U-P-E-R-I-O-R, for 15% off your first bottle. Once again, that's OceanRemedies.com and code SUPERIOR. You know who also is having a very strange split? Who? Eva Amory and Kyle Martino. These two are so Wait, weird. I didn't realize that they were splitting uh, either. Oh, wow. She's pregnant with their third she's kid. She's pregnant. Yeah. Here's the thing. We do not, even though she's a it's very- Ava. Amory. Okay, she's Susan Sarandon's daughter. Yes, exactly. thank you for giving context. And it makes me very upset because she had such public struggles with her fertility. Well, okay, but here, I thought yes. that they were totally together. No, they broke up no. like three months ago, but I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you're mourning they're, it they're now. Very, <laughs> right, right, right. I've been busy putting together stylish showers. Thank you. Thank you. Do you need the address again? Um, I know this, it. It's this, called a URL, Brody. Okay, it's also a web address, Gwen. But the crazy thing about them is we she's so candid about being a mommy blogger, but mm-hmm. they have not given us the read details about why they're split and why he the way they split while she's very pregnant. They're being so weird about it's it. It's very strange. And they're also being, it's like you want to unfollow on Instagram, but you also can't, can't stop staring because the car wreck has suddenly caught on fire and fallen into like a ravine of like, Dragons. It, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a horrible thing. So he shared Hallmark this picture. Making. Yeah, he shared this picture of a book of songs that Eddie Vader had inscribed, and he was like, "Now do we have to give it back?" After he'd called them his favorite couple, she answered questions on Insta stories when someone's like, "Who's going to be there when the baby comes?" She said, "When I'm laboring, I'll have my doula, my midwife team, my kids, and some girlfriends there for me." Kyle and I decided we are going to have him stay nearby to come right away after the baby is born. But since our intimacy to level has changed, I will not have him in the room. We both feel good about this. I feel like he's going to be right outside, like on the porch, probably live streaming, probably live streaming, probably yeah. on Raya because we yes. also broke the news that he's on Raya after the split. Well, maybe not on Raya, Good but luck. but that's kind of strange not to be in the room for your baby being born. I don't think so. Not if you're so. split. That's not the strangest part for you about these this. Two yeah. are, these two are still so like in communication. He like posted about her. Yeah, but this is so a, a classic case, Brody, of the weird way people communicate now. Yeah. Where like yeah. they expound on their love for each other on social media. Like, why don't you, this is your husband. Like, go tell him to his face. When he was moving out. Say it to my face. That's right. When he was moving out a few months ago, she was like live Instagram storying. I don't like that one bit. It was weird. I like watching it. Travis, give us a palate cleanser. What happened on this day? You know, in pop culture? I will tell you. I sort of am expounding on mine from last year, but last week. Expounding? Um, Expounding is the word, Sarah. Don't judge me. It's look it up in Scrabble. Expound is a word. Um, In 2005, as we know, Martha was released from jail, as I said last week. But today marked the first day that she got to go back to her Bedford estate for the first time. And the first thing she did was feed the horses, pick lemons, walk her dog around the estate, and have a personal training session in her private gymnasium. She, of course, was wearing her electronic ankle monitoring bracelet, but, you know, they papped her walking around her 153-acre estate that she could only leave for work, medical, dental appointments, religious services, and to shop if she had prior approval from authorities. Stars are just like us. Just like us. I just love like post prison Martha, like walking her dogs and feeding her horses. It's just a lovely. I really like that too. And little did she know, in like 15 years, Snoop Dogg would be her best friend. Yeah. 
And I can see it a coming. successful VH1 show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Speak- I still have hot legs. Yeah. Speaking, Speaking of, of prison. Speaking of prison and the threat <laughs> of prison. Mm-hmm. My need- girl, Aunt Becky. Speaking of white collar crime. <laughs> well, late last week after we recorded our podcast, we got an update that there is an October 5th trial date that Lori Laughlin and don't, don't, don't. will be facing. I, I'm, I'm going to throw a party or something. Oh, that's really Sarah, sick. Do it. Not like it, in a good way. It, like, in yes. a like, I want to just group you get wanna, together like my people. And everything's a party. Yeah, yeah. Just like a, like a, just like, I just have to talk about it and watch. Oh, of course you do. Well, they I'll do a live podcast. They last week, Lori Mosmo were filing these documents saying that the government had been pressuring Rick Singer to lie and basically to entrap these parents. Mm-hmm. Now there is a judge in the college college admissions case. Varsity who's, Blues who's never saying, caught on. Yeah. How yeah, nice sad the varsity blues. It was actually a really good name, but it really never <laughs> caught on. Yeah, it's just college admissions scandal. Yeah, they were like, oh, yeah. this is gonna be so cool. Everyone's varsity gonna love this. Blues. We're gonna tap into the nostalgia. No, it didn't work. No. Um is saying that USC needs to hand over all these redacted documents that they're holding on to that could really help Lori and Massimo's case. Mm-hmm. A source told us that Lori, you know, there's been increased pressure from prosecutors to accept a plea deal and avoid a trial, but Lori is steadfast. And our source, another source told us that Lori is feeling motivated, ready to fight, has a renewed sense of hope. So from what I'm here understanding is Lori is cla- claiming that they have documents that say that Rick Singer told them it was a, a charity, like an actual yeah. donation, and they have the proof that they really knew nothing about it being sketchy. Yeah, they're saying that the FBI a basically, th- there were these notes on Rick Singer's phone regarding pressure that had been applied to, on him from the FBI agents, basically getting him to lead and entrap the defendants during the phone calls. And that that Lori and her husband and the others believe that the money paid to his foundation was a contribution and not a bribe. Well, did you see the Lifetime movie? Of course you did. Of course I did. So you saw what happened in the Lifetime movie. Uh That's what they're saying happened is entrapment where he was like, nudge, nudge. It's a total charity thing, but I'm going to need this $500, but it's totally for charity. Like it's a bribe. But But on paper, Paper. they could say that they were being entrapped and coerced. Got it. Got it. Mm -hmm. Nudge, nudge. Because well, have you all I, listen? The pace at which you watched Cheer was inspirational and daunting. So absolutely. I finally I caught up and finished it, and then I Thoughts? saw everyone real quick. Uh, cried every episode. Yeah. I was a mess. Oh, it was great. It was Love incredible. it. I mean, I would like to live with Jerry and Ladarius. Oh, that'd be great. And I'm really excited that Lexi is is still on the Cheer. Yes, and I heard mm-hmm. rumors that they're starting to shoot season two this Thank week. Thank mm-hmm. God, I need it. I can't wait. Rumor. I can't wait. But so I tried to watch Love Is Blind as quickly as I could because I realized fantastic. I was starting late. And now I'm on episode seven. Oh, Man, you're not done. I was at the gym watching this morning while I was trying to work out and I was crying because they were at the Meet the Parents episode and I'm oh. still clearly oh, processing yeah. lots of things. Um, that was a messy one. Do we want to do we want to talk a little bit about it without revealing the total I basically know how it all ends but should we just talk about the couples very briefly? I only I'm into episode two. I've seen it all. Oh, I've seen it all yeah. and okay. I'm just dying for this reunion with and Nick and Vanessa And there's only Lachey. one couple that really matters. Lauren and Cameron. Yes. yes. They but are adorable. I, like throughout <clears throat> Jessica Jessica is like N- nicknamed a Messica. I had no idea that she would turn into <laughs> a such psycho? a villain oh. from the beginning. My well, boyfriend always... and I were watching. He's like, she's crazy. He was watching it on mute because I had my headphones on. He's like, I can see she's crazy. It's so he didn't even hear her weird voice changes. No, yeah. he saw her baby eyes voice. and knew and she, she was crazy. Like the, I'm like, what is that? I mean, she baby? fed her dog wine. Brody. <gasps> that was the Brody. bachelorette party. You're oh not... my god, how how wasted was she at that bachelorette party? That was like really insane. That's when Lauren had the nickname. Oh, I don't think I saw that. I don't think. No, I saw when they when they fought. And the and the and Giannina, who is oh, also messy. out of our goddamn mind, yeah, swearing at him like that. Which yep. I, when they uh, that party. Wait, what were you gonna say, Gwen? It doesn't bother you how the gender norms are like so pushed on this show. Like Gwen, in the pods, even I mean, I'm still in the pods because I'm only in episode two. 
like the girls' well, pods are like fluffy well, there's and a, yeah. weird. There's a spoiler alert. And then the guys' alert. pods yeah. are like very clubby. And also it bothers me that almost everybody on the show is white and straight. Yes. Except and, for Lauren. And I also am like, why am I watching another heteronormative love fantasy show? Because I stopped watching The Bachelor because of that. I was like, this is this is unrealistic. You know what would be so crazy? Is, is if they didn't know if they were talking to a guy or a girl. Yeah, that'd be so crazy. No, but that, that would be great if there was like, if like the voice was distorted. <gasps> but that's Right, like, that would be great. What was that? <clears throat> uh, Are You the One on MTV oh, where yeah, everyone was fluid? <clears throat> and that was like a, wasn't that like a train? <clears throat> they did a yeah. season of Are You the One where everyone was fluid yeah no this one's great and i love a messica and i don't oh, want to spoil what happens yeah. to you with giannia that's a horrible the relationship by the way but when did she's you hear like, what's happening in real time with them no when, but wait till you see the moment the moment is like the funniest thing in the whole thing at their wedding oh just my god the funniest thing happens yeah. at the seasons and oh. it is fan freaking tactic at the weddings well everyone has to do the wedding yeah. Even, it's like mandatory yes, wedding the wedding is mandatory that's insane at the Alter, mm-hmm. they say I do or I don't, oh, and their God. family and friends are watching them. And when the people so say I don't, all in the same room that Netflix just changes the flowers. It's so, <laughs> so funny. I would do anything to have someone I know to be on the show so I could be in the wedding, like in the in the wedding party, As like a shocked person. Yeah, like this one girl turned around. I won't say which wedding. She goes, "This is so embarrassing for her, isn't it?" And I'm like, "Yes, queen." But Throw like, her in and one mom walks up. She's like, "You should have said no first. It would have been so much better." <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So many of them seem deranged, other than Cameron and Lauren and Kelly and Kenny. Oh, and yeah. wait, wait for. Kelly and Kenny. Oh my God, no. well, bitch. Oh my God, Sarah Wise. Yeah, oh Kelly God. and Kenny. They're Not setting so up so much. much. I just feel the worst for Mark. I feel yeah. the worst Mark for Mark. Mark. I, I would like, I would he's super Mark. cute. He's so cute. But he's, the so but he's short. Girls don't like short guys. Sure. I know. That's, that's We give guys too much credit for being tall. It is ridiculous. Shut up, Because like Barnett, when he comes out of it, I'm like, you're so boring. I know, but still kind of hot. Way hot. All right, hot, but uh, hot enough to <laughs> yes. hot enough that you can see the hotness through your drunk girl blackout. Mm-hmm. Uh, Camila Cabello. I love how you spell this frenetically. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, what if I'm so excited talking about Love Is Blind that I call her Camila Cabello? Well, Camila Cabello just celebrated her birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, na na na. Yeah, that's right. She turned 23. Um, she Tuesday, celebrated with a disc March from Normani. 3rd. Well. <laughs> I was going to say she had a Cinderella-themed birthday party. As because she's in the show. Year old. Oh, that's right. She's filming the movie in London. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, her boyfriend was there. Who was that again? Sean Mendes. Oh, him. Sean Mendes. Right. Yeah, not Matthew Hussey. They're not together anymore. Right. But her collaborator and, and lover, mm-hmm. um, Sean Mendes, was there. Yeah. But Normani <laughs> was not because at the end of last week, Normani finally broke her silence about mm-hmm. Camilla mm-hmm. Cabello's racist Tumblr post oh, from the boy. past that came back. A couple of and them. And people were really waiting to hear this. I mean, Camilla, to her credit, well, not to her credit, but she's been not really addressing Normani breaking her silence and she was talking about humanitarian crisis on social media this week. But Normani said she wanted to be very clear about this um, and she said she struggled with talking about it because she didn't want to be part of her narrative but she is a black woman who is a part of an entire generation that has a similar story. And She talked about daily attacks she <laughs> faces she said this represents a day in a life. She said it was devastating. It came from a place that was supposed to be a safe haven and a sisterhood because she knew if the tables had returned, she would defend each of them in a single heartbeat. It took mm. her days to days for her to acknowledge what she was dealing with online and days for her to take responsibility for the offensive tweets that recently resurfaced. This was, Ooh. I mean, hopefully a big learning lesson for Camilla, as, yeah. she, as she said, but a, hopefully a bigger learning lesson for a lot of people. And I hope Normani's words resonate, but a very... Very bleak but Ugh. serious moment. Yeah, can't wait to see the Cinderella movie. But speaking of birthdays, 
It's time for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. And this this fight will be refereed by um, Chris Martin, who strikes me as a pacifist, but he turns 43 on March <laughs> Definitely into Buddha. Yeah. Gwen. Yes. Guess what? You're going to have a, our first three-woman match. This oh, my. This is where we're putting, of course, WWE we're putting style. celebrities who are celebrating their birthdays this week in our imaginary boxing ring with imaginary gloves on, duking it out for to be that birthday winner. Um, Gwen, <laughs> yes. Ju- Julie Bowen turned 50 on March oh, 3rd. Okay. Patricia Heaton turned Ooh. 62 on March 4th. And Catherine O'Hara turned 66 on March I 4th. I mean, come These are TV on. moms. Come on. Who, who, Julie, I Patricia, mean, or Catherine? Moira Rose will yes, take everybody out and then some. Snatch Catherine all their wigs. O'Hara. Yeah. Snatch their wigs, name them, put them on our wall. Travis, we've got some tough IRL moms. Oh. Jessica Beale turned 38 on March 3rd. Oh, and shit. go to usmagazine.com to read more about her birthday celebration with yeah. Justin Timberlake. And Laura Prepon. Timber turns trash. 40 wow. on March 7th. Jessica Beale versus Laura Prepon. Who wins? Well, they're Travis. both kicking my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that is very tough. I'm going to go Jessica Biel. She's got the guns. She's so Maybe shredded. Like but they just they could beat anybody up. Uh, Just be tough to live with Justin. Keeping on, uh, you know, doing little matches, people who make sense in our theme together. Justin Bieber turned 26 on March 1st. Hmm. And Eva Mendes turns 46 on March 5th. <laughs> throwing you for a loop. It was going to be Kesha, but I want, I want Justin to go because Eva Mendes. Um, Eva Mendes. Oh, Duh. Sorry, yummy. Oh, Gwen, it's Catherine O'Hara, 66-year-old Catherine O'Hara mm-hmm. versus Jessica Biel at 38. I mean, Jessica Biel's got guns. Yeah, she let's does. Be Hello, Sinner, you yeah, but Catherine O'Hara is way more emotionally <laughs> resilient. She would take that biatch right out. Oh, my God. Travis, it's... Oh, wow, Catherine O'Hara versus Eva Mendes. Oh, wow. Who wins? I really thought it was going to be Eva versus Jessica, which is yeah. something I think a lot of straight men would like to watch. Yeah, of course. If um, they were like pillows. But and... I'm also going to go with Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> you go she, Moira. Yeah, Creek. Moira. I love Shits Creek so much. of Shits Creek. Yeah. We need to talk about Britney Spears. Oh. Because what is going on there? So we heard from a source that she's not making any overtures about <clears throat> not making any overtures about wanting to go back in the recording studio or get out on tour. Right. It's been a welcome break for her not being at this residency or working because she's been truly working nonstop before that. She's spending. She has not been spending time with her dad because she's very angry. She doesn't have the boys mm-hmm. and she's not been expected to resume an active career soon. Another source told us she's in no rush to start recording again. This is the longest break between album cycles in her career. Teardrop. She's perfectly convinced. I really liked Glory, it. by the way. Thank yeah, you. You know what? I like all Britney, but some I like more than yeah. this. Like Blackout. Yeah. Um, our source said she may stop making music at some point, but she'll never stop dancing. Hopefully not breaking Dance another foot. Until the that world video. Ends. Not quite like that. Um <laughs> Uh, whether it's on a stage or alone in her backyard. Yeah, that video was crazy where you heard her bone. I, I still haven't listened to it on Sound On. Well, even more shocking than this, um, Jaden Federline, mm-hmm. 13-year-old Jaden, did a 15-minute live stream and talked about how he wants to help, uh, talked about Britney, talked about how she wants to quit music, talked about it was grandpa. Wild. It was wild. For followers. He said um, his favorite. And he's private. Yeah, I want to go he, he said him. his favorite um, Britney songs are Hit Me One More Time or Toxic. Um, someone asked him if he wants to kill his grandfather. He said, bro, I was thinking the same thing. Um, when he talked about his uh, grandfather, Jamie Spears, again, he said, yeah, he's a pretty big oh. He's pretty f***ing gay as shit. He can go die. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that is, that's really I mean, charming. Crazy. Tom, how you really uh, feel. But I wonder if he learned that from his dad, Kevin Federline. But no, he, <laughs> he said his dad is Jesus. Yes. Oh, boy. He said my dad's literally Jesus. Literally He's like Jesus. Jesus. And, he, mm-hmm. and when someone said, will you get in trouble for doing this? He said, my dad doesn't care. Which is, um, I can have on pretty good authority that his dad does care because someone I know <laughs> may have shared this live stream and someone I know may have gotten an alert saying that they shouldn't share this live stream from someone of the Kevin Federline camp. It was not me, just someone I know. Wow. Well, mm. I also liked how he said he liked Sam. Mm. Yeah, he liked Sam. Brittany's boyfriend, hot boyfriend. He said he liked Sam. Good dude. Yeah, I like that. And he also said he might want to be producing music. Uh, and he also talked about Fortnite. Mm-hmm. This was very strange. We've never we've never heard from Jaden before. So no. this was... Uh, <laughs> the good news is he says he loves his grandma, all of them. Yeah, that was nice. Preston's doing well. Oh, if people are curious if he can sing, he said, no, I'm an ass singer, bro. Like I'm really ass at singing. That, that was uh, refreshing. Is that good? Words from the mouth of a 13-year-old. Let's move on to <clears throat> 25 things you don't know about me. I've gone to the archive, as we do every week, oh, to pull these you. two issues. Desiree Heart Sucks, Dream Day, oh. Bachelorette Wedding. This is from a February 2nd, 2015 issue. I did that interview. Or a more recent, December 11, <laughs> 2017. This is when I went down to the Bahamas with oh. um, Larry Burkhead. Wait, so you and I both did these interviews? Lynn. Yeah, oh my gosh, Fun. you knew. Well, my life humble without brag. Mom. Which mm-hmm. one do you guys want? A Desiree Heart Sock wedding or this My Life Without Mommy? I kind of like My Life Without Mommy. Yeah. All right. Okay. <clears throat> what was the year? Oh, boy. This, He's giving a face like we fixed the, a hard no, one. No, this is 2017. <laughs> okay. December. So okay. Oh, I was here at this point. Oh, she's here. Listeners, please play along <laughs> as these the three try to figure out <laughs> who are 25 things you don't know about me. Interview was with during this issue. Okay. Number one, I love salmon. I can keep it in the fridge and snack on it throughout the week. Mandy Moore. Is it really Mandy Moore? What the hell? Oh my god, that what was literally a random guess. Oh my god, did, he did you remember? Travis you no, a I did not. Prize. Did you do this interview? No, I did not How do this you know interview. She lo- well, you love she knows. How she do you know she, she loves Sam? How do you know? Because I've been a huge saying? Mandy Moore fan you know, since she was thirteen years I'm old. Over this. And she Fine. talks about Sam you know a lot. Holy shit! That was crazy. I cannot believe that. I would even give you another list, but forget it. Oh my god, that was brilliant. I'm so annoyed. Thank you. Wow, Bethany. Wow, that was a very quick segment. Let's move on to the batch. Sarah, what's going I on mean, the Travis show? deserves a prize. He, he got it on number I, one. I unbelievable. It. I you can have like this a copy a, of this Us Weekly I, issue. I, I, can, I mean, can I can, I read sign, the I can sign this issue since I did the cover. World story. exclusive. Yeah. I'll sign mine. Oh my God. Yeah, beautiful. And we'll exchange them. Yeah. Wow, that wow. was nuts, Travis. Shut I mean, wow. Mandy had so many more interesting facts. Yeah, are there any there? more highlights? I, mean, I, sort of I don't really love cocktails, but I do love scotch. Um... What did she say? She uh, she's she was been watching Mindhunter at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a jeans and t-shirt girl. Then I throw on a blazer, a leather jacket, or jeans. I'm a big aromatherapy person. I love to light candles, <clears throat> read a book, and have a glass of wine. I'm a fan of sour candy. Yeah, but she loves salmon. I know, and I that was the that. giveaway. Why her skin looks so good? Mandy yeah. Moore, salmon enthusiast. I'll never forget that now. Sarah, what's <laughs> going on in The Bachelor? Well, more important. So Peter's finale is next week. We've got two parts. We don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Victoria F. has finally been sent packing. But more importantly, our new bachelorette, almost 39-year-old Claire Crowley. Don't call her Mrs. Juan Pablo. Don't call her raccoon meltdown because I got blocked mm-hmm. on Instagram for that. Yeah. For some reason. It was so funny. The producers did that. Wait, tell them what happened. So when Claire was on Bachelor in Paradise twice, but on her second stint, she got was involved in a love triangle with Ashley, I, and Jared, which ironically they're married now, but at the time, very much Ashley was into Jared and Jared was kind of playing the field. And Claire he went on a date with. And Claire was so upset about getting involved in the drama again that she started 
um, crying, talking to a producer, but they edited it to make it seem like she was talking to a raccoon. <laughs> and it was very classic. And I have brought it up on usmagazine.com many a times, and I think it got me in trouble because Claire has blocked me on Instagram. Oh, really? And I don't know why. She blocked me from a long time ago, too, when we oh, were really? trying to reach out for her for Juan Pablo season because I was there at when she was on Juan Pablo season. Yeah. Uh, so remember was when it like, was Wanuary? That was yes, a good one. Wanuary. Wanuary was good. But she, she blocked me then she's, too. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. good. I'm gonna, I'm I reached up. out for deeds after she didn't get chosen. She was um, infamously, allegedly, slept with Juan Pablo in the ocean, allegedly, and then he allegedly told her, <laughs> I don't love you, but I love effing you. Yep. And then she snapped like a badass and was like, I don't want my kids to have a father like you and yep. walked out. And then he was with Nikki Farrell for that hot minute. Yep. So she was on Paradise twice. Then she was on Bachelor Winter Games two years ago and got engaged to Benoit. Yep. Um, that lasted for From about Germany three, for um, Bachelor Canada. Actually, oh. he was French though. Um, he like spoke French. Um, from the French part of Canada. Um, French Canadian. Now she is our oldest bachelorette ever. Great. Was she thirty? She's gonna turn thirty nine during filming next week. That's great. Yes. Because I really, no offense, I'm done with these kids who do not know what they want, just crying hysterically on the Bachelor. And, they needed to switch up. And there's been some casting they, news already that they had younger people who have already gotten cut. So they clearly, this was a last minute decision. They interviewed a lot of people allegedly. Um, I'm excited for it. Me too. I'm, I love when they mix it up. Any like I like when they take someone from the past. I like I, I'm always down for any Bachelor season. I, I trust the producers. They all <laughs> go out differently. Like sometimes they're more dramatic. Sometimes they're supposed to be dramatic. Sometimes they're supposed to be for love. I'm here for all of it. You can get my takes on my new Bachelor podcast coming soon. <laughs> Guys, for our final segment, mm. I talked to Marlo yes. from Real House of Atlanta. Um, let's listen to what she had to say. We're here with Marlo Hampton from Real Hustles of Atlanta. Marlo, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Okay, we're going to dive right into it because you okay. you might as well be holding a peach because you are the center of all the action this season. <laughs> like you in, in a lot of the scenes, stirring the pot, having to defend yourself, having I to go know. on the offense sometimes. They need to give me a peach, right? They sure do need to give me yeah, a peach. Yeah, that's right. Give me a peach, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to kick things off, I want to do like a word association thing with you. I'm going to go through each of the housewives. I want you to give me one word, that the first word that comes to mind. All right, Nene Leakes. Rich. Portia Williams. Uh, big Booty. Kenya Moore. Freddie Cougar. <laughs> Candy Burris. Moneybag. Cynthia Bailey. A model. Eva Marcel. Sunflower. <laughs> I mean, come on. Sunflower. Wait a minute. Okay, Eva is, she's pregnant this season, but she doesn't seem like she's delivering as much as she has in the past. That's what people have said. You're saying that as well. Uh, what are you saying? I don't want to. What are well, you saying? Well, you know, since you're my friend, I'm going to agree with you. You uh, know, you're I so agree supportive. You. Thank you. You know, friends stick together, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but do you think it's time for her to turn in her peach, or do you think once you know, once this baby, once the baby's sort of established, she'll be back in the mix? For you know season? what? This is what I feel. I don't never want anyone not to have a job, but mm -hmm. I do feel that I don't hold a peach and I bring it. Yeah, I mean, it's no limits. You guys have seen me go below the belt, regret, say things. I share everything. I'm honest. Yeah. And I get bothered when girls come around and they just don't give it 130 percent mm -hmm. like I give it. Yeah. So that bothers me. And I do feel some type of way because I'm like, hey, how are you having a peach? And I'm bringing it triple you. Yeah. So that does bother me. But hey, what's meant to be a bee and it is what it is. You know, I don't make that call. I feel like. In the past, people thought you didn't want a peach because maybe you didn't want to open up your life the way the other husbands well, do. Well, that that's not true? just because people made up a story on what they thought my life was. Yeah. I want a peach. I yeah. would love a peach. And guess what? I definitely feel that my fans 
deserve to see me with a peach so they can really see what is it like when Marlo wakes up in the morning? How does Marlo work when she goes to our office? What does Marlo really do mm-hmm. instead of this make-believe story that the world has created for eight years? Yeah. So I feel that it's only fair yeah. for my fans, for the world, for you, everyone, to really see. Let me see what really goes on in Marlo's life. And we see this season, it's tough for Nini at times, but oh she goodness. has you always in her corner. I'm always been in her corner, especially right or wrong, I'm going to be in her corner, but I'm yeah. going to let her know when she's wrong. Well, we saw when she walked out of that lunch you two were having, and yeah. she, and, but you had to deliver the truth. But years ago, we saw when you and Nini had, it was not as good between you two. You guys no. had a falling out. What do you do to make sure that never happens again? How are things different now? You know what? I just feel on my end, I'm not going to allow that to happen. Mm -hmm. So even if she has a moment, I'm like, okay, girl, get over it. I will see you tomorrow. We're not going there. We've already been there. Yeah. So we don't need to revisit that. It's Greg has had cancer. We've seen people pass, Nipsey, Kim. It's too much real stuff going on. Yeah. Her and I have a friendship, a sisterhood. She's like, Nini is literally like my big sister. Yeah. I respect Nini. Her ass doesn't listen to me all the time, but I respect her and I'm not going anywhere. So it's like, I'm here. I'm going to tell you when you're right or when you're wrong. We can take a week break, a two day break, but just know I got your back no matter what. Yeah. And it seemed like her former writer died, Cynthia. Mm -hmm. I don't think people thought things would get so bad between them. I never saw that coming. Do you think there's any chance they could ever go back to the way it was or no? I don't know about the way that it was, mm-hmm. but I know they can definitely reunite and be friends one day, but definitely not as close as it was. I think that was that was a big powwow. Do you think you and Nini will get invites to Cynthia's wedding? Um, I think we will. Okay. I think we will. I definitely think Cynthia, now after all that's happened, that she would definitely—well, shit, I don't know about the reunion— I don't, yeah, I think we will, as long as they're good at the reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, so we've seen so much this season too, Cynthia's concerns about Mike's past and because he's cheated before. Yeah. I'm very candid about that. Are you worried for her, what she might be getting into? Because I'm worried for anyone in a relationship. I just feel that you have two humans mm-hmm. and we're humans. Yeah. We make mistakes. And, I mean, his past does show something, but people do change. And then guess what? Some people don't change. I just feel that they're going to have to stay prayed up and hopefully they can take all this attention and fame and all the attention on them and just stay grounded. It's really important to get someone who can stay grounded. And hopefully he has changed because I know she's super, super duper happy. Yeah. And on this last episode, we saw Kenya's marriage implode. And you said, I remember on Watch What Happens, you were like, well, maybe she paid him to be there. What do you think was really going on with their relationship? Do you think it was a situation like that? Well, we all know from the past, Kenya's had fake boyfriends. Yeah. So, you know, of course we said that. Um, I hope he's a fake husband Mm -hmm. because I would never want a husband to speak to me the way that man speaks to her in front of millions of people. And I don't want the baby to grow up to hear him, the jokes and the things he say to her. Mm -mm. So I was remain single before I have to ever deal with the man talking to me that way. And I don't even care for Kenya, but that's just ridiculous. If you would, it makes me look even down on her to where, girl, what is wrong with you? Mm. And she, well, she talks so strongly to the rest of you. But oh, it seems that's like- why she's so mean to us because she's at home and she's being Ken. And when Ken leaves home, she comes and be Freddy mm-hmm. Cougar mm-hmm. with the knives out and just yeah. want to scare us all. She said th- something like, you'll never get a peach. Do you mm-hmm. think that's just her trying to cut at you? You know what? Hurt people hurt other people. 
Mm. And she just tries to hurt me and I'm going to get whatever God has in store for me. And let's hopefully she gets a husband that truly loves her and respects her and makes her truly happy. You've been here for all of it on, on it feels like on Atlanta. I can't remember yeah, a time when you weren't years. there. Do you think any of the people who used to hold peaches like a Phaedra or a Kimsey or a Claudia could come back? And um, if so, which ones? I feel all three of them were great TV. I mm-hmm. mean, who cares if people say they like them or not? They were great TV. That's you important because a lot of fans forget that. Yeah, they were. Kim, Phaedra, Claudia, Karee, they were amazing TV. So I just feel that whoever is good TV, who can keep a check going, come on back. So, But you know, I don't make that decision or I would have a peach. So <laughs> I just feel they definitely are great for TV. So you recognize, do you think same thing with Kenya, even though you don't get along with her? She is amazing TV. I mean... Think about it. Kia is an aspiring actress. She has failed in that department. So she's great now in here letting us see how she acts up. This is the closest <laughs> acting she is. What about <laughs> Portia's man? Are you shocked that she's been trying to work things out with Dennis after all that went down? I'm not. I'm not because Portia loves family. She's a Southern girl from Georgia native. She has a little baby by him. She wants an all-American family. And I feel that her and Dennis, I hope they work it out. I just feel that things are going to get better for him. I mean, she said something on Instagram the other day about how guys will say anything to get their girls back. It's like, Oh, yeah. Do you I think what's, what's their situation? Do you know if they're still together? You no, know, I, I just last saw them at my birthday, and they looked amazing. Dancing, happy, smiling. So I haven't heard anything. So let's continue to knock on this. Is this wood? You can knock, knock on, on wood that they stay that way. Uh, what about you? Are you dating any billionaires? Uh, no, I wish. If I was dating a billionaire, I probably wouldn't be sitting here with you right now. <laughs> you would probably see me on South of France <laughs> on a yacht, darling. I would be here in the rain in New York. <laughs> no, but um, I'm dating. I'm just like, it's with me, I'm not going to settle. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take a special man for me. I have a strong personality. I'm raising two young boys. So whoever comes into my life right now, they're really going to have to be a king and be someone I look up to and that these boys look up to. So help me find a man. I've okay. been throwing out, we need Marlo finds love, but it needs to be real love. I want a good old, I might want a good old country rich man. Okay. Good old country rich man. Just putting it <laughs> out put there. The rich in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah the- I just want a manly man. I want someone who loves me, let me be me, who's not ashamed of, uh, not ashamed of my extraness. And when I want to wear heels and if I want to wear my hair long, let me just be me. Celebrates it. Yeah. I'm an Aquarius. So I have to be me. As soon as you try and put me on the shell, I'm going to run. Yeah. And you mentioned those boys. We saw them on the show. Mm-hmm. What? How has that changed your life taking on those two boys now you're acting as their you're my team, as their my team now. Yeah. yeah it's changed my life huge deal uh, a year ago i never would have thought i'd be here i'm waking up now in the morning william did you brush your teeth for five minutes do you want me to make scrambled eggs do you want cheese on yours michael you don't you want boiled eggs william it's like i with them i you know what it is Roddy? it's the life i never had and maybe something i feel that i wish i had like when I went around my friends, their mom made them breakfast or I'm calling to see if they made it from the bus stop or how was your day at school? Those are things I never experienced. I was in foster care at age 10. Yeah. I didn't have a key to a house. If it was raining like today, I was sitting outside the foster home house waiting on them to get there because they didn't trust us to have keys to their homes. So I just know that at this time in my life, God put them in my life for a reason. I get more hugs now and kisses. 
they're 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 really straightforward though. Why do you have on that much makeup? That wig. Do this. Oh, you need your toes done, but I love them to death. So, <laughs> one thing about them, they're straight shooters. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, they're great kids, and it's not easy every day. It's hard some days. Are you ever? I mean, now you suddenly have two boys. Mm-hmm. Are you ever like nervous for them? Or oh my god, am I just um. Just to throw up, uh, Wendy and uh, Nini and I went to Burdorf. Yeah. And security was following us. And I'm oh. like, damn, are they racially profiling us? I'm like, my nephews have dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. So I'm worried about when they go somewhere. Someone going to be profiling them. Mm-hmm. Every night when I go to bed, I'm worried, like, are you making the right decisions? Are you giving them too much? Are they going to be successful? Are they going to get pulled by a police officer and be killed? Like, as a all mothers, I salute mothers because as just an aunt in this year, I'm so worried. It stays, I'm just crying like, oh my God, God, did you really want me in this position? Am I really this strong? So then I'm like, okay, over the tears, put on your big girl panties and keep it moving. Wow, Brody got some good tea there. Thank you, Sarah. Cheers. Love her. I I, know she, she needs was a peach. She needs a peach. Um, it was in, it was some animal printy thing. Okay. It was, and she she's had the like biggest a, label. Yeah, she had a label um, bracelet on too. I was loving it. Mm-hmm. I felt, of course, underdressed, but then I let her know that my sweater was love. She oh, loved you. She loved you. Yeah, we got along. We got along really well. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you again for listening to our Hot Hollywood podcast. Please listen on Spotify. Check us out on iTunes. Tune in to whatever satellite you listen to podcasts on. I don't know how you listen to these days, but please join us again next week here on the Hollywood Podcast. We will have lots more juicy news as we always do here next week. Thanks again. Bye-bye. This podcast was brought to you by Ocean Remedies. Ocean Remedies' mission is to promote sustainable marine-based supplements that support healthy people and ecosystems while delivering access and life-changing vitamins to people in need. A great source of Omega-3's Ocean Remedies krill oil can help with PMS, joint pain, and heart health. Ocean Remedies is certified for its sustainable harvesting practices by Friend of the Sea and comes in eco-friendly glass packaging. Head over to OceanRemedies.com to learn more about Ocean Remedies Krill Oil, a unique dietary supplement for use in your daily regimen to support your heart, brain, and eye health. And use offer code SUPERIOR, S-U-P-E-R-I-O-R, for 15% off your first bottle. Once again, that's OceanRemedies.com and code SUPERIOR.